0: Rolling. (laughs) We have neighbors. (laughs) Okay, so welcome back, tarot time. This is Carl. Hi, everyone. Katie Lou. Why don't you explain why what the first episode is about and why we're doing this one?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So. This came about uh, as a result of some posts that Katie does for her shop's web page and Facebook page on uh, for the Magic Box, and I've been following along with those, <laughs> and um, uh, and it really came as a result of some of those conversations, and w- with the Queen of Swords, which is the one we were talking about today. It was the first
0: one I posted, it yeah. It was the yeah. first
1: one you posted. and it hit all the right spots for me because it's it it hits that geeky side of me that likes to dig down into things but it also digs down into uh, how songs and music plays out uh and how that can affect us and and help teach us things about the world around us and all that um and so with the queen of swords in particular it was interesting to start hearing your perspective on that um and what the Queen of Swords represented in, in the tarot. Because
0: mm-hmm. you don't know much about tarot. I
1: don't. I don't. <laughs> I'm very much the uh, noob. The noob uh, the, and you're,
0: you're just kind of tarot curious, yes. I think you would say. Because you've seen me into it mm-hmm. long enough that you are like, okay, Katie, what's this all about? Like, really? Right. And then I, you started reading some of those and you're like... Okay. Well, yeah, that happens sometimes. You yeah. Know? And so, <laughs> there was little incremental. All right. You know. Right. Back and forth until, I think that when I added the music to it, I think that's when it really kind of drew you into that part of it because right. you're just as fanatical about music as I am, and I think that that was the big
1: yeah the big I,
0: draw for you. It
1: absolutely was. I really enjoyed. it It helped. It helped me make sense of why you were excited about tarot. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: because with music, what I've found is that a certain lyric will hit me at a certain... like it's, We all experience that time where like a certain song lyric that we may have heard a hundred different times in our lives, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> So today I've got to deal with that, <laughs> <laughs> and and so and so like as we're as as you were posting these th- these things, uh, it, I I started reading them in the morning, and because I'd wake up and there'd be a new one, and I would okay, well this is what I'm reading today, and and I'd have I'd start to have those moments with the readings that you were posting uh, and with the playlist that I would then be listening to throughout the day and it really helped give me context in a way that I haven't necessarily have had since I left religion.
2: Yeah.
1: Like there are certain aspects of of that just kind of that disciplined practice yeah. of intentionally thinking about certain things throughout the day, that type of devotional practice, I have found beneficial in my life. Mm. And so it was exciting to have that be an option again. And it's always exciting to see you get excited about something.
0: I know. <laughs> I get super excited about things. Yeah. Um, I'm going to show you guys some pictures. I have a couple tarot decks. I'm super excited. Tomorrow my affirmator's deck comes in. Waiting for that old Amazon package, and I'm super excited about it. Yeah. But for right now, these are the these are the ones that we have. So the traditional rider weight version. This is the Queen of Swords. I also have a couple other versions, and they all kind of have different nuances to them. This one is for my witch's tarot. Very similar, but a little bit more fantasy driven a little bit and then I also have the crow tarot version there's some people who really connect with like people with actual faces or or connect with imagery of like more of a human look to it but sometimes it's almost less distracting sometimes so sometimes I'll use this one for for tarot readings because it's I don't know I find it to be a little bit you can get a little bit more in depth and you're not bothered by someone like because sometimes you'll see a card and they have just say like a snarky facial expression that kind of throws you off and it kind of gives you this negative (laughs) feeling (laughs) towards this card you're like going wow wow okay well if that's what you you know yeah but everybody has their own preference but i wanted to at least show you the cards so if you don't have them or if you're unfamiliar with tarot and you don't really even know what we're talking about like carl
2: (laughs) Hello.
0: <laughs> then, then you can um, kind of start relating to it. Also, we are gonna put. I have put together a playlist. It's on Spotify. We'll add that to it. We're gonna talk about the different songs that I put on there at least a little bit. But because of like copyright laws and stuff, you can listen to it yourself <laughs> um, on whatever medium you like. iTunes or what's that other one? The
1: There's Pandora.
0: You know, or that sort of thing. So, um, like I said, I originally did a post about the um, Queen of Swords. And I'm just going to kind of give you guys an overall idea of what the Queen of Swords is. Of course, there's like a million different nuances to this card. And I won't be able to go through all of them. But that's kind of what the discussion and the songs are about. To kind of get you to think about, like... Do you you run into this kind of personality during the day? Or is this your personality? Is this just an aspect that you need to focus on during this specific time? Um, Because when you do a daily pull in tarot, generally someone will do it in the morning or in the evening, depending on if they want to sleep on it or not. But a lot of times what they do is they pull a card in the morning. Kind of similar to like your religious daily devotional kind of thing, but... Not, but but <laughs> similar, you know. Right. So they pull a card and be like, "What do I need to know today?" or "Or what do I need to be mindful of today?" or "What?" There's even some people who'll be like, "What is going to be happening today?" <laughs> All of those are very valid questions and things that the tarot can help you with. Um, I generally just pull to kind of come up with an overall theme of, "This is this is something I need to think about, mull over in my head." That's where the music comes in too, because it just kind of. It, infiltrates you and makes you be thoughtful about things be like oh yeah i need to stop doing this because it's getting really bad (laughs) or or uh you know different things like that but
1: that's one of the things i like about it too is because like like i'm i have i'm an alcoholic i have ptsd like Mm -hmm. having something that gives me gives my brain something else to focus on Mm -hmm. works better for me because left to my own devices i'll just think about the box on the side of the road that I'm driving by yeah. right? and, and that's not helpful and that's one of the benefits that I've gotten out of these out of those postings and out of the readings and everything is is that just kind of oh, okay this gives me something this gives me context gives me something to think about that's a lot more positive than where my brain naturally, naturally <laughs> <to goes>. go. <laughs> um
0: yeah exactly so if for those of you who don't know the tarot very well it's Broken up into the major arcana and the minor arcana. it just means that well we can get into it as we go, but it's <laughs> it just for someone who's like outside yeah. of it, the major arcana are like life moments like um they're even archetypes, different things like that where it's it's considered to be the fool's journey where he goes along starting out from you know just a little innocent soul to what it takes to be a human honestly (laughs) I mean that's the most simple basically it gets really in-depth but I'm not gonna bore everybody with that stuff because we're talking about the queen of swords the queen of swords is part of the minor arcana it's broken up into four different elements which is of course water air earth and fire the queen of swords is part of the air element all swords are Because she is a court card, which it's just like in the deck of cards where you have like the jack, the queen, the king, and the ace, you know, or, you know, whatever, a little bit, not really, but um, there's pages, queens, knights, and kings in in the tarot. And so she is the queen of swords, which means she's the element of air, which is all about the mind in regards to, so that's all that. The really fun, nerdy part of that. Yeah. I can get into where it fits in the Kabbalah, which is in Bina. I can get into it's ruled by Libra, and Libra is ruled by Venus, and all these other things. And if you're interested, we could talk about more of those things. But I'd like to
1: hear about the Libra thing, because we were talking about that earlier, mm-hmm. and um, and it piqued my interest because you were saying that when people think about a particular aspect of like the Libra sign, mm-hmm. um, it's surprising that there was something surprising about the aspect of the Queen of Swords yeah. in that regard. What was
0: Well, because when everybody looks at this person, right, there's an attitude of, oh, that person is really stern or cold or aloof or a bitch. Um, there's very much... that's always kind of the thing you know or some people call her the widow you know just like an old you know actually she's part in regards to the goddess she's actually part of the mother um but if so what totally debunks all that (laughs) is the fact that this card is ruled by libra um which is in the sign of venus venus is all about love and warmth and compassion and you know all those things so they are completely misinterpreting someone who's a strong independent brilliant you know thoughtful person it's easier to just kind of dismiss her as oh well she's just a cold hearted bitch rather than realize that actually she's actually extremely compassionate and empathetic but she She doesn't suffer fools. She she doesn't suffer fools. Not to be trifled with she she's very just very thoughtful, honestly. Mm -hmm. And sometimes she'll speak the truth. (laughs) Yeah. And it's not because she's trying to be hurtful or biting or, you know, meh with people. It's because that's actually her being empathetic towards you and be like, you need to know this because Mm -hmm. it's gonna make you a better person and it's not it's not being judgmental or things like that. sometimes she has to make judgments but but overall it's in a compassionate and loving way, and Libra is represented by the scales, which is balancing keeping that balance of the head and the heart because she's the earth she's where I mean where she's where water and air meet together, so she is about head and heart <laughs> and keeping those things balanced, and that's where all those things play in together okay. so does that answer your question? Yeah, it absolutely
1: like, does. Yeah. yeah.
0: So overall, like we kind of talked about just now, the the queen of the queen of swords is extremely smart, um, level headed. When it comes down to it, she makes a decision based off of the facts that she's gathered or experiences she's had. She is straightforward. She can be abrupt. In her, like, she says what she says, and that's it. You know, like, if you get her to tell you what you want to (laughs) know, be prepared to hear maybe something you don't want to know because she's not going to mince words with you or anything like that. Um, But she's doing it from a good place. And I think that that's the biggest part to note in regards to the Queen of Swords.
1: Yeah, and that's something that even came up um, while I was uh, preparing for this and, and and listening to the playlist and what you wrote there uh, on the Facebook post was this idea that the Queen of Swords, like one of the things you recommended that I do before we before we started was just to kind of look at the card yeah. and think about
0: don't read anything about it <clears throat> right, just what do you right. feel and see when you look at right it. Yeah. just
1: so just kind of look at the card and what kind of feelings or what kind of emotions are you having and i got super defensive like <laughs> like <laughs> like know, that, there was like a little bit of a uh, a ball of you know apprehension and tension in my gut, like when I looked at the card, and I, th- I was thinking to myself, this is just the last thing. It's perfect, Carl. It's just another fucking white guy who sees a, the, a drawing of a strong woman, and you get defensive. <laughs> this is fantastic. <laughs> and so, and, uh, but I was, I, I was like, well, all right, well, where's that coming from? Yeah. And you know I, I I I was raised in the south. I was raised in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Uh, an unfortunate reality is that they have a low there's there are certain aspects of those societies where there's a lower view of women. Mm-hmm. Um there's a, they stick to the more traditional roles and and some of that's not always particularly healthy. Some of it. And yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to be as generous as I can I be with I know. I know. <laughs> with, Without but the, this is
0: just coming from your life experience. Right. Not everybody. You're not generalizing. No, but no, you're not saying at all. From The experience you've had and the right. people you've dealt with—that was been
1: that that a that theme. was a theme in my life. And there is all, I was also very much as a, a deeply closeted bisexual in the Bible Belt. So yeah. much so that I was in a lot of denial for many years. Yeah. Um and I played that role very well. Like if you like uh, I was I was basically a glee villain. Like an, if the, I, yeah. there was a <laughs> Yeah. Like that's who I was. I was the closeted bro. I was the worst kind of white guy.
2: Yeah.
1: Um so <clears throat> uh when I look at that card, that's kinda where my mind immediately goes and checks first, like, is it this? God damn it. <laughs> 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 and um and because I was looking at this card, it, 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 I remembered the uh, like the first time that somebody made feminism real to me in a, in, a, in a tangible way. Like I remembered my sergeant in the Marine Corps when I was in Okinawa, um, Sergeant Weber. I was um, bullying another Marine simply because they she was were. an
0: attractive female that was strong and. Wasn't she ranked higher than you?
1: Nah, yeah, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Depending on at what point in my shitbird career it was, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, so there was that, Mm -hmm.
0: and uh, Sergeant Weber. Weber was the one that taught you. Weber
1: was the one that snatched me up. She, she very much. Uh, she came to my uh, room one night because we all lived in the same barracks. So she came to my room one night and said, "Hey, dumbass," and and, and walked me. Th- it was and sat me down and was like, "You're being an asshole. The Marine Corps is hard enough. Nobody needs your help making this hard. You don't need to do that. Also, dummy, it's just harder for women." And she took the time to break that down for me and show me why that was the case. And it was... was Well,
0: you were only, like, what, 18? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was 18, (laughs) raised in a very conservative, evangelical, traditional... My mom was a stay-at-home mom. The whole bit. Like, this was the first time I'd been out in the the great big world. Right? And, um, so, yeah. But regardless, I was being an asshole, and she she snatched me up in a way that that affected me. And, and, she, and she, she was a great leader. Uh, she really was. She was an incredibly strong uh, individual who was able to, you know, put a stop to wrongs that she saw occurring, but then also encourage Empathetic enough right. to
0: sit me down and explain it to you right. rather than to just write you off right
1: yeah right and so that was kind of the thought process that i had just from looking at that card that's where my mind went and then when you started telling me about the queen of swords and we were just reading about it it was like not only are there aspects of like uh, of sergeant weber but it was funny to me that oh kind of looked like (laughs) like all the the all the imagery uh, sir, with the Queen of Swords, also describes somebody who would also look like Sergeant Weber. Yeah. Um, so that was uh, I found that amusing, but uh, but it was nice to see that I uh, where my mind went wasn't too far off from <laughs> where yeah. it was supposed and to that's, wind that's up. that's
0: what's cool about this hero is that you can have no knowledge of it whatsoever. I remember the first time I opened up my box of tarot I would get instantly you just felt like all these things and you're looking at these pictures and you're just kind of like oh my goodness you know it, right. it was it was interesting it was like instantly every human has a little bit of intuition if them in them if they allow it right where you don't need explanation for it a picture what are they was, pictures worth a thousand words right you know <laughs> yeah. but I, it was true right you know Right. So I liked that. I liked your story about that because, because, there is a bit of a feminist vibe in this card, mm-hmm. but not in the way that maybe the patriarchy or society wants you to think of feminism. Yeah. Um. It's a cool, cool, calm, and collected, and above all that stuff. Kind of a feminism of right. like, this is the way the world is. I understand the rules. I need to do what I need to do to to live within those rules because I can't I can't make other people do, you know, or behave better. Right. <laughs> or right. anything. But I can create a space she's the queen. I can create a kingdom that is above board as much as possible is kind of what I thought. I got out of it is like you know, understanding the rules and learning how to work within them. I think is a big part of the queen's strength,
1: hmm. because or at least the boundaries that are yes present in her context. Yes, yeah,
0: because there is some aspects where women are limited, and they have to work with what they got. You know. Yeah. and generally this is showing that your mind is extremely strong and you're very intuitive you can be decisive you can do what you need to do to, to accomplish what you need to do or to make your area fit with your values Right. and there's sometimes where there may be someone like what I get what I got from this too is sometimes there may be toxic people in your, in your life but you're emotionally attached to them, whether there's any reasoning behind it or not.
2: Right. They're,
0: generally, someone would be like, why are you with this person? They are so mean to you, or whatever. The Queen of Swords very much emphasizes that at some point, you need to turn the heart off and look at things objectively and smartly, right. <laughs> you know? And and that's being able to separate the two, the the water from the air, the mind from the heart, all those things, sometimes that's something that a, a strong woman has to do. It's not easy to do. But – and some people will get wow. looked at it being cold or, you know, heartless or whatever. Mm-hmm. They are doing it because that's what's the best thing to do. They can't keep involving the heart anymore. They, it's moved beyond that. Right. That's no longer an option. We have to go up to – queens can – Queens generally can be a little mama very too, you know, uh-huh. so they can start going into protective mode and they can shut off their emotions if they have to, right. to focus on what needs to be done. Look at single moms or look at, you know, single dads or any of those things. They can just shut everything else out and just focus on what needs to be done so that they can protect what is theirs. And right. that's, that's kind of one of the things that I got from it because I went through being a single mom, mm-hmm. you know, and there were times when just be emotionally just, I don't think I can do this anymore. But then you have to get out of that and just be, like, clear-headed. And, and this is what I got to do. Yeah. I'll deal with that stuff later. I'm not saying to suppress your emotions for right. forever or suppress your feelings or not talk about them yeah. or anything like that. But it's like everything there's a season a little bit and sometimes that's just what you need to do and that's when I was was forming the playlist that I made for this because these people had to find their own inner strength right and it and yeah. and and cut people off or be decisive or look at really hard at themselves and see you know are you doing what you need to be doing or are you right. getting too wa- washed up and you know all the i don't know ebbs and flows of your mood well and <laughs> yeah and it's
1: it's chaos like i remember i remember when you were when you were going through that time i mean, it was just like like we worked together and just seeing you day in, day out during that period of your life where it was just like Katie Lou just gets shit done. She just does. And and having that resolve and and yet you were still you still maintained your like vulnerability. You talked about your stuff when you needed to talk about your stuff. You were you were dealing with a lot all at once and 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 it was like, you never like you never want to see somebody going through that level of struggle that you were going through at that time. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't wish that on anybody. But it's incredible to meet people at those points as well because that's usually when the good shit happens. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like that's one of the things I loved about AA was that, like, there would be a lot of folks coming in going through their their struggle and some would wander off and go back out and do some research and do something else and then there would be the folks who would you'd actually see the change and kind of the light switch go off and that's what kind of the Queen of Swords uh, it represents is somebody who's had their bad day and come out the other side of it with that resolve like okay I'm better than what these either they these individuals these uh these these structures these entities whatever it is that we're struggling against like I'm better than these things I, I I'm not who they say I am mm-hmm. not even necessarily better or better but I'm not who they say I am yeah um and and that struggle and like the playlist was all about that it was just yeah so it, you,
0: so Carl wrote up a little thing about it and he sent it to me this morning it was actually really interesting he went through the whole playlist i think and yeah. he, like took lines from it and the over like when i'm making the playlist sometimes i just start putting them on i'm not listening to it because i know i know a lot of these songs so mm-hmm. much that i am like okay yeah this is one but the fact that you listened to it, and you pulled out every single line, which was the ones that I had put in there because of, like, it could even be half a sentence, but it yeah. had something in it that, that struck me at the time. Maybe not even completely consciously, but just right. subconsciously, where I put it in there, and it would be... Could you read it? Yeah, that? yeah. Okay. Well, and that, so, that was
1: no. what I noticed when I was going through the playlist, and I was doing... getting ready for today. It was... Because like every single song in that playlist was about a woman struggling to to be authentic to themselves while also still dealing with the realities of the world around them mm-hmm. and of and, and 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 they're just and there's so there's a lot of like almost uh, back and forth in that and I um, they're not necessarily telling you who they they're 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 looking it's a dialogue that back and forth where it's like i'm not that i'm this Mm -hmm. we're not um we're not going to do that we're going to do this Mm -hmm. and that just that uh, uh, that really struck me in each of the songs where where even if you just go through them right in a row it's like i'm not your sweetheart i won't back down i can't come down I'm the architect of my cage. Do not kill my vibe. I'm titanium. I'm a bitch. I can see clearly now. I'm not just a pretty girl. I'm sick and tired of your poisonous ways. I get my hands dirty. I came to win. I won't run. When the sky turns to flame, I'm on my way. Can't stop me now. Let me be your mirror. Help you see a little bit you had me. You've had me underrated. And you better think because that's not my name. And it's just that defiance that, that like, uh, no. That we're, we're not going to be doing it that way any longer. That way is not going to work.
0: Mm-hmm. We've
1: tried that.
0: Yeah.
1: It clearly didn't work. We're, and I'm going to have to go my own yeah. now.
0: Well, and I think that was interesting because that brought up that discussion that we had earlier, too, where women are told two opposing things that they're supposed to do or that they're supposed to be or how they're supposed to behave you know from the simplest of you should smile you look pretty doing you smile or she smiled at me so she likes me you know right or
2: yeah
0: okay or if you want to get ahead at work you got to play the game like a dude okay wow What's wrong with her? She's bossy, you know, whatever. And then you get, you know, even to like, you should be a. a, This isn't disparaging. You should be at home with your kids and taking care of the house and doing all those other things, too. Which is an awesome gig if you can get it. Yeah, (laughs) but then then it's also like, you know, why can't? single moms take care of everything, you know? like I mean, right. I, 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 these are, like, weird, like, things, but these are all things that I've experienced right. in my life, and so it's just like, well, okay, so tough. am I supposed to be tough, or am I supposed to be nice and flirt to get my way ahead, because, you know, or am I supposed to not do that? Okay, now everybody thinks I'm frigid, and, you know, and then, and, 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 you know, it's just this constant, like, I think that's why... Why people look up to, like I do look up to some of these songs, you know, like even that first one, the L. King song, mm-hmm. America's yeah. Sweetheart. I'm sitting there the whole time going, yeah, do that. Right. Yeah, you tell them, yeah. you don't need any of that right. shit, you know? Yeah. And then, and I admire it. And I think that that's the crux of the situation. Why are all these women admiring this person who's singing about saying, I don't care what anybody you think, this is just who I am, right. you know? Yeah. Because any time we have done that ourselves, we get pushback or we get, you know, unless it's a famous song or a famous movie or a right. famous something else, then you're looked down upon for being confident in yourself. So then what is it you want? You want us to be confident in ourselves or, or do you want to constantly be telling us you really should have better self-esteem, you know? Right. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's this horrible, like, lose-lose feeling right. all the time, right, and that was one of the big themes I got. And I think that that shows up in the playlist quite a bit <laughs> of just like, and I think I brought this up too. It's like, there's moments, and I think everybody has these boy or girl doesn't matter where you're just like, I got my confidence coat right. on, right? Or I got right. my confidence, or I'm looking good today, or whatever. Or you know what? I told that person, you know, that they could just go suck it, you know, yeah. or whatever. And you kind of get this high feeling from it.
1: Yeah, it's and then, the strut. You yeah, get that strut you, you feeling. You do. You get yeah. that. The BGS are playing. and
0: But you don't ever... It never lasts. Because mm. then it starts to... You lose all that bravado that you were able to gain from it, it gets exhausting having to keep it up because you're constantly being fought on it because you do it long enough. Oh, who do you think you are? Oh, you're Miss miss thing right over here, you know? And it's like, you just encouraged me and said, I did a good job for doing this and standing up and doing this. And now it's gone on too long. I got to settle it down a little bit. You don't want to, you know, get too high on your horse. It's like, do you want people, do you want women to be smart and strong and confident and decisive and not emotional, you know, or whatever, yeah. or do you want them to just be them? Right. You know, like. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, and why is
0: it okay for some people to go through these mood swings and going, you know, I'm erratic and everything like that, and this isn't to sound, you know, sexist, but guys can do it all the time yeah they can get fired up and upset about something and they're just like oh he's just being he's just being passionate about this you know or he's just whatever <laughs> a girl gets up. wow she's a shrill what's up with her right. you know it's like right. it's just and i know it happens to guys too i'm not saying you know but i have to only go off of my experience yeah. you know and well maybe and, from a boy perspective you have a different point of view so. well yeah.
1: As somebody who spent the better part of his life deep undercover as a bisexual, yeah, think yeah. I've I've roamed among, I've roamed among the streets, as it were, yeah, and
0: well, and able to because yeah, because I mean, look yeah. at me, yeah, <laughs> you're like Burt Reynolds over here in the '70s. <laughs> I know, it's true. <laughs>
1: Uh, this is a '70s cable access show I would watch. Right? Um, it's pretty bad. We're
0: sitting in front of a fire.
1: Just chain smoking. Chain
0: smoking.
1: <laughs> in, a, in a in a lime green <coughs> sweater and a leather jacket.
0: With your Jesus hair. Mm. Mm.
1: Yeah. Well, so looking like this gets, pretty, gets me pretty much a hall pass into wherever I want to go. Like it 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 just does. Yeah. Um, uh, but one of the great things about that privilege is I get to go see people wherever they're at. Um, that's one of the uh, one of the things I really enjoyed about being uh, being a photographer was mm-hmm. I I could just go and observe, and 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 it's interesting like to to hear different people's experiences because oftentimes they are so foreign to my own experience Um, and it helps me see the things that I do take for granted and it helps me, it helps me keep that sense of empathy strong because I've seen where I go if I don't have empathy and it's not a very good place. Um. So I have to keep my tabs on that, and by and, and being able to just kind of walk in and I like have a universal health hall or universal hall pass, I I I I can sit with folks and and hear that struggle.
0: Different perspective, right?
1: And so when I hear you say like uh, you know, like this is just from my perspective. It's like well yeah of course yeah. It has to be. Like, Mm -hmm. that's why at some point we're going to get comments on my perspective because I don't necessarily always have a really good one. Yeah. I don't. Um, I am a product of my environment in some ways still. Um, I haven't been in the South in 10 years and I still have to draw. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I think that's, I think it's important that we, create those spaces where we are able to have those conversations with each other yeah. where, and and not have it beat down no. um, or it, like for everybody what? to feel heard because I think that's mostly where the friction comes from is we're just not being we're not listening to one another
0: well and, and that's what I think is is the important part with the Queen of Swords is she, she she recognizes all that stuff mm-hmm. like, that's when I was bringing it up the rules thing. She yeah. understands a lot of these rules. And a lot of it is like they, they mentioned that she's experienced. She she's been through some stuff. Yeah. You know. Yeah. She's seen some things. She's she's witnessed behaviors. They also say sometimes she's actually extremely like she could just watch like a couple and she knows everything that's going on with right, with right. with the because of life experience and that right. is that is her asset. That is her strength. You know, she has all those things that that she's, this isn't her first rodeo. She's seen where this leads and if she can stop it, she's going to and not be emotional about it right. because it's gonna be harder if the emotions start getting too involved you know, or something like that. So right. I find that that's, like you said, she, she's talked to people, she's found their perspective. If you notice even in the card, one of her hand is out. So she's willing to learn from other people. She's right. willing to listen to right. other people. But the sword is straight up. And the sword is straighting up, being like, when it comes down to it, the final decision is hers. Right. She when when it comes down to it, right. It, it's gonna be her, her, her perspective. Yes, she's gonna listen. She's gonna take that in. She's gonna take it under advisement. Right. right. But she needs to make her own mind. Right. And if and the, as the queen, she's reached that status of where she's getting really good at being able to know her own mind and make her own mind right. and stick into it no matter what people say to her right. or what they think of her. right, And that's because if the emotions are unattached, then it's not about, it's, it's easier to not get your feelings to hurt. I'm not saying that we're human.
1: Right. Well, but, and even with, yeah. sword, like, using that imagery of swords, and, like, that, that has traditionally been a, an, an image of power mm-hmm. and a way to convey your power uh even like Like, i can wield this and i I am
0: strong with it and i
1: know how to use it right yeah right and and even in ways like like you know like when you're knighted they use a sword Mm -hmm. they are conveying their power Mm -hmm. in their and who they are because that's the basis of royalty is like because of who i am i have the ability (laughs) to convey this power which is troubling (laughs) (laughs) but on a more of a on more of a on down here on in the shallows <laughs> we can look at it and go, okay well within us all we have some power that we can convey and it can do it can do great and powerful things like convey like convey that sense of like no, I see you too and you have value
2: mm-hmm.
1: so much so that I'm you know knighting you mm-hmm. right or or I'm going to cut you down. Yeah.
0: yeah,
1: and and really, I'm good with either. The choice is yours. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I think that that's you know a, that that's kind of brought up, and this is a little different, but um, tarot cards have been around for hundreds of years, right? Mm-hmm. But the elements and the symbolism on them go back to the dawn of time. Right. So this. So obviously the human experience the environment has changed but the human experience stays the same because otherwise these 78 cards would would not even be relevant you know like if it was like you ever play like an old board game and you're like wow this really entertained me back when I was a kid right (laughs) but you know now then so if you think about it it's a constant message Showing all the different aspects of humanity and life in and of itself, personality types, you know, things mm-hmm. you encounter, and if this has been going on for, it, it's to it's to spark humanity to look at these things and pay attention right. to them, acknowledge them. Someone sawing. Oh, so. so rude. <laughs> but you know what I mean. So that part, that I think that that's the part that intrigues me a lot. Yeah. About the tarot cards and I like I always think of the court cards as as almost like personalities right like what stage are you in your personality
2: yeah
0: and like when you think of queens right like Just so think of a queen in general right if you look at the old feudal times you have the king mm-hmm. you have the queen you have the knights and the pages right so the king is the one who's in charge of ruling and, and, uh, de- decreeing laws and doing those sorts of things, yeah. right? Yeah. The knights who, who, uh, facilitate those things, enforcers, right. right? Pages are the messengers of, Hey, this is what's going on.
2: Right. If you
0: don't do this, or if you do something like that, the knights are going to come in, you know, whatever. And right. then you'll have to face the king's judgment. Right. But what do you think the queen does, if you think about it? When it comes down to it, the queen is actually the brains of the operation. Like, let's say the queen wants something. And the king's like, you don't need that. You have all this stuff, you know, whatever. And she's like, no, this is what I want. This is what I think you should do. She has the king's ear. Right. She can talk to the king. She can cajole the king. She can, you know, slowly present her... Perspective, right. with enough time, right. then the king enforces it. So, really, who's the one in control of right. the situation?
1: Right, and well, and in a healthy relationship, that would be the case, where where there, there would be a back and forth, where mm-hmm. it would be,
2: yeah.
0: But if you think but about yeah, it, even it, even even right. even in a loveless kind of one. Right. You don't think the queen knows how to work the the king to her advantage? Oh, yeah. Make no mistake. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I've, I've yet to wear the pants in any of my relationships.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think that that's an interesting point of, of that. She's actually more of an influencer than I think that people give the Queen of Swords credit for. She's actually... Hmm. I I see her kind of as the brains of the operation when it comes down to it.
1: Right. So, like, who would you like? Who would you point to, like, either in, um, like, like as an like, uh, whether it's a celebrity or like a fictional character, who would you point to as like an example of this person kind of embodies the Queen of Cards,
0: Queen of Swords, or Queen of Swords. (laughs) Sorry, the Queen of all cards.
1: (laughs) The Queen of cards.
0: Uh, the Queen of Swords. Hmm. That's interesting. Well, and sometimes it can be in a lot of different aspects, too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. like, it should just be a time or a point.
1: Right. Because, like, when I think of like the, uh, the Queen of Swords and the, the, the personality type that, like, some of the reading we described, like, that strong, capable woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the 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 people who immediately popped into my brain were were, were comedians okay. like like Tina Fey like mm-hmm. um, like uh, Sarah Silverman or Christina Pazinski like they're strong women who are who are the the, the captains of their own destiny mm-hmm. like not everybody likes it all the time and at times they seem to kind of enjoy that they don't like it all the time, Mm -hmm. but then at other times they're just able to brush it off. Like (laughs) "No, this is beneath me. Um, and that just, and and just an individual who has, who has had their bad days and and knows who they are and who they're not and, and is confident enough to live their life in accordance with that. Mm -hmm. Um, so like those those individuals like, you know, Dina Fey's a boss. Like yeah. she she just gets things done. She yeah. you know being able to have I think she has got three shows on the air or has <laughs> had three shows yeah. on the air right <laughs> like you know between Thirty Rock <coughs> and Kumiko Schmidt and I think there's a new one out but, um, like that's that's impressive yeah. <laughs> by all accounts that's not a, not something that's easy to accomplish.
0: Yeah. Hmm, I'm trying to think. Someone who kind of is, my brain keeps going to like different, some somebody that keep thinking books that I'm trying to figure out like, I don't know, I'll have to keep thinking. I I always just make it so much more hands-on, like what aspect of this have, am I doing on a regular basis or something like that Um, I like having outside examples but I find the most benefit when it when I can pick apart different parts of my own being that that portray it Um,
1: I very much have a BuzzFeed mind where I (laughs) show me the celebrity that you're trying to talk to me about (laughs) Right. What? Right. <laughs> Please explain this to me, party style.
2: Yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> because it's hard to relate. Because you don't know an actual celebrity person that way. No. You know? No. So so
1: it's more my just. Okay. When I hear somebody talk about this, who, <laughs> what yeah. do I think about?
0: Yeah. <clears throat> I think about people I've worked with previously that I felt were that way, or um, different friends I've had that have been that way, or, you know. I relate a lot to the Queen of Swords, though, um, for those reasons that we talked about, even, you know, just, there's been times where I've had to just separate my heart from what I got going on, because there's just things to do, Right. and... interesting
1: so wh- how, what like how did those songs that you picked play into some of that like you mentioned L King earlier mm-hmm. and how she's just kind of I'm not America's sweetheart I'm, I've got to do it this way and love her love me or leave me mm-hmm. this is this is the way it's going like what were some of the, some of the other I really
0: like that I won't back down Song mm. won't be turned around yeah. You stand me up at the gates of hell, I won't back down. Yeah. You know, kind of a thing. That's the kind of resolve I see in the Queen of Swords. It's mm. just that not everybody's going to agree with me, that everybody's going right. to like me. But I know from my experience what I need to do and what works best for me. And I've taken into account, like you and I are very similar where I will think through something every possible avenue every possible thought process branches and then possible okay if this goes this way then I gotta switch to this one. you know like right. I very much have this tree <laughs> when yeah. it comes to an idea yeah and all the tiny little branches I've thought about right right right. and once I've done that then I can feel confident in being like it may not be the popular decision or mm-hmm. someone's gonna look at me and be like what is she doing but because of my own experience I know if I don't go down all those mentally right and think about them think of the impact on me not just me but my family or my friends or right. my work or any aspect yeah. of it if I don't if I don't do that then I've done myself a disservice right. because I'm missing something or right. or I'm being that that's where I feel that that empathy part plays in i'm i be, i'm being too cold if i 'm not even considering all those other things and people, and I think right. that that 's where some of the disconnect with people who think of the Queen of Swords as just being a bitch and you know that sort of thing that she 's unfeeling or uncaring. She cares so much that she 's already done all of that already yeah. and and, yeah. and and so she 's already went through it she 's went through the emotions of it the right. the feelings of it the consequences the benefits the she's ratioed it out like libra she's weighed the scales she's done all of it you don't have to she's done it she does it because she does care and she does love and she does genuinely want the best right and that's 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 the overall feeling I,
1: i yeah
0: i get from the card.
1: She's an internal processor.
0: Yes, <laughs> and there's times where she'll ask, you know, like with her hand out, you know, be like, talk to someone who's also yeah. impartial and is gonna give them their whole truth. Right. Um, not sugarcoat things for them. She, she, and 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 I think that that's important to her. She doesn't, like we talked about, doesn't suffer fools. She she doesn't want platitudes. She doesn't right. want fluff. Just tell me how it is. Like, mm-hmm. that's the same thing that, and that's another aspect that I feel with her is the, you know, I can take it if you tell me the truth. Right. If you lay it out and you tell me this is what I did, I had this feeling about it and I just did it and everything, and I feel really bad about it now and everything, but you're telling me the whole truth. Or, right. You know, I lied to you about this, and this is why I was just insecure about that. You know, like, if you flat out tell me everything, then I can be like... Okay, that's something I can deal with. Yeah. But if you don't tell me the whole truth and you keep that stuff from me, as the Queen of Swords, I'm also intuitive enough to call bullshit when when I know that someone's not telling me everything. Right. Then all that does is just create distance. And mm-hmm. that's where I think some of the coldness comes in because it's a two-way street. I will be one hundred percent honest with you, right? But you have to be one hundred percent honest with me too, right? You know, right? Which I find really intriguing because I deal with that regularly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that's even one of the things that um, that struck me is that, that. is that all of what you said is true like there is that kind of that resolve and that firmness, but then there's also that empathetic like but i like i'm there's that firmness because the, the there's there's that almost an uh, an exaggerated nurturing aspect to mm-hmm. that as well
0: well, it's kind of like the come on little guy, you can yeah. do it. I'm gonna push you. Yeah. I'm gonna push you. Yeah. But you need to figure this out, and right. you need to do it. I know you can do it. Come on. Mm-hmm. You know, a little bit of that.
1: Right. And that's. Like what...
0: I'm, I want to. I want to give you the space and opportunity to admit, or to right. become or to understand. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's one of the things that uh, struck me about the the proud song. Aside from mm-hmm. the realization that it was not, in fact, share. <laughs> A thought I thought it was Cher <laughs> all week. All week I was listening to that proud song. Like, what have you done today? To make you feel? I'm Like, yeah, yeah, Cher, get it. That woman is she can do anything. She's amazing. Wait, this isn't Cher. <laughs> it's it's Heather, it's Heather Bell, is her name correct? Is it
0: Heather Bell? No, it's, I think it's Heather um Power. Um, no, Heather Heather Small.
1: Small. Yeah. Like a bell. but other small (laughs) (laughs) but no, like one of the things i liked about that song was it's very much that kind of like what have you done today Mm -hmm. like like yep don't give me the excuse that the world is shit we all because that's how like one of the things that uh like even through therapy and and in in our conversations, even some of the readings that we've had has stuck out to me is there's there's that kind of thread of like yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it. What are you doing about? It? Yeah. Um uh what are you what are you doing to What
0: activities? Right. What actions what, are you actually right. taking? Right. Or are you just gonna keep hearing the same message over and over and not acting on mm-hmm. it and not doing anything about it? Yeah. And just that, optim
1: not even optimistic—just that encouragement of like, no, really, it's okay to feel proud if you're doing those things mm-hmm. to feel proud, like, like doing things that are worth feeling proud over, mm-hmm. right? And and I like that. I,
0: I, even it. little victories, right? L- little yeah. things, like even what we were talking about before, where you know you stood up for yourself, right? right you know, right. or you, you you made an uh, Unpopular decision, mm-hmm. but it actually worked out, and it was you know you know like what are you what yeah. are you actively doing
1: right? <sighs> yeah. Hmm.
0: So, Queen yeah. of Swords. I hope you guys really look into it and listen to the playlist. If there's songs that you guys thought of that that you would add, great. If you message us or posted a comment or something like yeah. that about, about um, what does the Queen of Swords inspire in you? Or um, Yeah, I think it's really important that it becomes a dialogue. So if there's more insight that you have or different aspects of the Queen of Swords that you find and relate to, yeah. we can't cover it all every single time, but I think we got a good overall understanding of what what the queen of swords is all about yeah and just to note the queen of swords isn't not necessarily a female it's just the the feminine side of things and it can relate to both male female or whatever gender you associate with that's not the that's not the point it's just the the overall theme and what it represents and i think that's important to remember yeah um but yeah, so we'll, we'll be doing another episode soon. I don't know which card we're going to do next, but we'll yeah. probably post about it and let you guys know if you want to listen to the playlist ahead of time. And um, we will try and remember to put the playlist in the links. If you guys have it. Um, but you can always go to the Magic Box LLC on Facebook, and it will show you all the cards that I've done with the playlist on it. So if we end up pulling another one of those, then you guys will have the playlist before we even start
1: and how do you spell magic box
0: t-h-e-m-a-g-i-c-k-b-o-x-l-l-c so old school magic spelling with a k yep good good note there Carl. (laughs) yeah that's because it's
1: not i've searched for it a few times (laughs) you gotta be real careful searching for the magic box
0: And also, if you want a tarot reading from me, you can always message me as well, and we can do that for you. Is that it? That's it. All right, guys.
1: Tune in next week to see what I'm wearing. (laughs)
0: Let's go with 50s dad. Let's go with 50s 50's dad. 50s (laughs) dad. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bye, guys.